Khamenei, though thou fear me not, heaven's vengeance will not be forgot. Shrink, tyrant, from my words of fire, and tremble at a poet's ire. Yeah, this song's dedicated to Massa Amini and Hadis Najafi. And to everybody out there that continues to give their blood, sweat and tears, and risk their lives in the pursuit of justice and freedom for the motherland of Iran, we're watching and stand with you. Last night when I closed my eyes, I had a dream. I saw the day where once again my people would be free. No longer subject to war. All corrupt regimes I hear their voices in the air They echo us all day Imagine living in a place where exposing your hair Or the simple choice of the clothes you've chosen to wear Endangers your life while unrest grows in the air Under a government who'd rather see you frozen in fear Where basic rights are denied But we fight to divide From a dictatorship showing might with our pride a portrait of struggle as dark as I painted it Was the reality the master was acquainted with Until the moment that they smoldered a flame And a nation in diaspora shouldered a pain What would you do if it was your child pleading for breath Inside that van being beaten to death By morality police tell me where's the morality When murder and injustice have become the normality The many voices of the fallen remain The motivation for the movement Calling our name Cause last night when I closed my eyes I had a dream I saw the day where once again My people would be free No longer subject to war Or corrupt regimes I hear their voices in the air They echo all so deep these religious zealots tell it to maintain the facade That the crimes that they commit are in the name of a god But a law would never give free reign to a fraud To misuse the word to inflict pain on the scar These are the tricks that the politics left behind by Rahola Passed down to his followers, placed upon the controller Narrative of the mullahs, so raw full of evil But they'll never kill the dream that we've sought for our people Let freedom ring with a buckshot, the hour is near The grand ayatollah cowers in fear let this song resonate for world powers to hit The future of Iran's destiny is ours to steer Defying in the face of a tyrant Goliath will fall To the mobs burning and jobs a riot will call To our people taking a stand, yelling be gone As we cast them from our lands and their body wrong Last night when I closed my eyes I had a dream I saw the day where once again my people would be free no longer subject to war or corrupt regimes. I hear their voices in the air, they echo us all day. Last night when I closed my eyes, I had a dream. I saw the day where once again my people would be free. No longer subject to war or corrupt regimes. I hear their voices in the air, they echo us all day. Let them be free. Yo, yo, yo. Episode 98. That's right. Follow my podcast. You know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Follow me on all my socials. Pledge the Maniac. You see them on the screen. Um, today is all about my motherland, our motherland. Um, uh, as the time of this recording... There was uh, huge protests in uh, Brussels today and last night. Um, major wave of Iranians over there, uh, and I believe uh, in front of their hall to try to uh, enlist the IRGC as a terrorist organization. Uh, so we'll find out more about that um, in the coming days. Um, a lot is happening. Continue to amplify the voice. Iranians, non-Iranians, uh, it's it's... Uh, a free Iran is means it's a free Middle East and eventually a free uh, uh, Europe and even uh, America. Look into it. You'll see what I mean. Uh, all right. 
so I got one of my good friends on today. Uh, yeah, hip hop star. He's he's got uh, uh, several hits out already. I'm gonna give you a proper intro. Weapon X is an Iranian American MC and former podcast host, Brooklyn born and LA raised. His work is known uh, for his introspective and sometimes political views. Also an advocate for the liberation of Iran. He first got involved with, uh, with the cause in 2009 when his song Time for Change blew up and ended up on Mir Hossein Mustavi's campaign site during the Green Revolution and got him blacklisted in Iran. So that, that is how I want to start us out. Wep, what's going on, man? What's good, man? It's good to be on uh, the podcast finally. We talked about it for a minute, but it's finally here. Um, been looking right, forward man. to this day. Hell yeah, dude. No, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, I loved how we got introduced through Shaheen and, and, and the rest is sauce, man. It was great. Um, Brooklyn born. Let's, let's start there. So uh, you were born in Brooklyn or raised in Brooklyn? I was born there. I spent the early years of my life in Brooklyn. And then uh, I moved out to uh, Los Angeles. You know, it was a family decision. To be closer to like the Iranian community and also family, and I guess my parents just felt like I would have a better life out here. So here I am. (laughs) That's what's up. How old were you when you moved to LA? Uh, Roughly about like yeah, it was early. It was actually roughly about like I guess around seven years old, sometime around that. Seven. The best of my recollection. I've been back, but you know, like I stayed connected to my roots, but. In both ways, but um, yeah, yeah, like you um, retain my East Coast somewhat mentality, but I've also got that West Coast flavor to me as well. It's a hybrid. I got you. I got you. That's it. That's it. Um, what about um? But the Iranian community—I know it's a lot. It's obviously huge in LA, but uh, there's a good chunk of Iranians in New York too, right? There are now. When uh, when I was a kid, and this is kind of revealing my age a little now. But um, there weren't so many, you know, like they were there, but they were there like pockets. Now they're, it's still not huge, but now there's a community enough to where they have a parade every year. So, I mean, that's good. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I saw, uh, I think it was a couple months ago, there there was a French artist who put the, uh, uh, I think it was Nika Sharkami, Takarami. There was a whole mural on the ground and they, with drones, they, that was all in New York. That was, uh, I was so impressed and happy to see that Iran's everywhere right now, everybody. Yeah, we're we're everywhere at all times until Iran is free. That's that's the plan, and we're sticking to it. Um, but shit, dude, tell me about this uh, uh, time for change tune and uh, how it led to you getting blacklisted. How did you? How did that even like? Tell me the story behind all that. Okay, so I'm gonna start from the beginning, and I'm gonna try yeah. to condense it because we do only have so much time. <laughs> but the uh, the short version of a very long story, um, for those that are watching, um, I have never been to Iran. And um, it's always various reasons in my life, uh, circumstances that have prevented me from going there. Initially, I was born in Brooklyn because my parents are here. My parents um, stayed here under political asylum. So I'm guessing it wasn't safe for them to go back after the revolution. Um, therefore, them not wanting me to go either. Um, Later on, they got their citizenship. They both went back, but me and my sister still didn't go. I don't, my sister, I can't say why, but me personally, I guess it's because they didn't want me to get drafted in the army because it is mandatory service out there and they don't even care about your age. I mean, I could be 41 right now. And, you know, if I was an Iranian, um, you know, citizen or considered Iranian citizen, they draft me. So that's just a bit of background as to why. My parents hesitated to take me back, even though later on we found out me as a citizen of the United States later on, I could probably get around that. But, you know, that was their concern and worry. Um, Fast forward to 2009. uh, Well, we're actually going back still. But, you know, fast forward from that timeline, um, the the election happens and we all know what farce that is. And for those who don't know, basically, the election was rigged. Um, The incumbent. president at the time, uh, who was um, Ahmadinejad, um, mm-hmm. 
he remained in office in a farce of an election that was basically fixed. Uh, Mir Hossein Mosabi was the um, political opposition. Um, granted, you know, he probably wasn't that much uh, uh, greater than Ahmadinejad, but it was presented at the time as a more moderate candidate. Um, people were very upset. Um, they took to the uh, streets to, uh, you know, protest. And me seeing that and me being affected by that and angered by what had happened over there, I made a song called Time for a Change. Now, back then, I didn't have the funds to do a whole big grand music video. I was probably like, um, I wouldn't say in the beginning of my career, but I was definitely in a stage where like I was financially limited. So I made a slideshow instead and I recorded a song. I put it out there and um, I'm thinking, you know, it's still going to spread awareness, but it wasn't going to become what it became. Um, uh, I woke up the next morning and to a phone call um, and somebody told me that I, I remember it was a friend of mine. I can't recall which one told me, have you seen your video uh, on YouTube? I said, no, I am. I'm not aware. I haven't checked the numbers yet. Why is it doing well? Like it's doing more than well. Um, and I'm like, what do you mean it's doing more than well? I'm like, you might want to look this up. So I go and look this up, and I find out that it's getting hits, like more than, you know, like the kind of hits that you would probably get on Instagram. If it was on Instagram today, it would have been it blown up much huger, but social media wasn't what it is today. Viral, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. that time, it was viral, but like not like yeah. to, you know, it had the potential to do more today if it, something like that yeah. happened today. So anyhow, um, found out who's doing some research and going you can kind of get where a lot of these viewers and stuff are coming from. I found out that um, on Facebook, um, there was a page that was dedicated to Mir Hussein Mosavi's campaign and where he was still encouraging people to uh, protest and so forth. They had plastered my video on there. And people in Iran heard it. Like, which is crazy to think because even then they were shutting down the internet and my, my track got through. The track yeah. of the video got through. I had messages coming in from Iran actually thanking me, um, which I was very touched by. Um, and, you know, people here, um, you know, enough people in the States knew about it. I had my little 15 minutes, if you will. Um, and I, it, it led to me performing at different um, rallies and, um, and I, shoot, I, um, got me a lot of performing opportunities in order to spread the word and, um, you know, promote um, what was going on there, even though it was tough. Because honestly, during the time, other than one MC I really knew about and a lot of artists, it wasn't like today where I'm very happy where all the artists are coming together. I, I, it was almost like I was fighting a battle alone, really. Um, yeah. You know, like I was the only one saying something other than maybe like a few <laughs> people as far as the artistic community, which is different today because that's how we connected, which I, was, I think is beautiful. Yeah. You know, us and multiple artists are now and people of note are coming together to bring awareness of what's going on today. But basically, you know, once you're on the opposition's uh, radar, um, you're also, you know, in the IR's radar. And the IR knows, I'm pretty sure knows who I am. And because I received a lovely, um, well, several lovely, what I like to call love letters, um, I'm pretty sure you can guess what they said and how much they loved me. And I was advised by people that it was not safe for me to ever go back. So I'd safe to assume that I'm blacklisted now. And, um, you know, here we are, we're here in 2023, you know, our revolution started in 2022 and I'm back at it like I never left, you know, like, but this time there you go. it feels good because we got different artists involved now. Like, it feels like I'm fighting with backup, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> I got your back, bro. Uh, <laughs> but that's crazy to me, man. Um, although I wouldn't sweat it because they're, they're on their way out anyway. So then, you know, then we're going to welcome you with open arms right back in. And uh, that's the goal, man. That's the goal to be able to uh, finally, you know, see what I've been not denied for so long, dude. That's what's up. No, it, it's gonna happen. Um, it's a matter of when, not if anymore. Uh, it's the biggest revolution 
uh, to date um, since the 79 devolution is what I call it. Um, as far as uh, getting Iran liberated, uh, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. Um, and what's stronger about now than the 79 was the diaspora. Like we're able to amplify the voices of the people in Iran now, right? As a result of all of us having left the 8 million, you know, abroad and, 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 uh, we can amplify the 88 million inside or 80 million inside. So it's, uh, it's, um, it's great. This isn't, this is why I feel like, um, this revolution has a lot more strength to it. A, cause it was started by women. Um, and that's the first time ever. And I'm only sharing this with the non-Iranian uh, audience members who listen to my podcast and uh, aren't quite up to date on what's going on because of lovely media <laughs> doesn't want to share. But, uh, but you know, um, that's why I come in. Yeah, first ever woman-led revolution. In fact, um, NCIS LA last night um, closed out their show, last night being Sunday the 19th, of February, um, uh, they closed out their show uh, uh, with with uh, paying paying homage to Woman Life Freedom, uh, and uh, to quote um, the female actress says Zantan Nigiyadi at the end of the scene before it cuts to the credits. So it's beautiful. That's awesome. Thank you, CBS. I know it's great. Thank you, CBS. Thank you, uh, NSLA, for uh, amplifying our voices. Um, that's huge. That's huge. That's a huge platform to, to plaster that on. Um, and of course, Shervin and other artists inside Iran with his song, uh, Baraye that, that won a Grammy. So we're making noise, man. And of course, Weapon X, you got, you got, uh, several other, uh, tunes that have come out since the time for change that are bangers. Um, follow this man. What are your channels so people can follow you and, and, and listen to your music? Well, the main channel for everything, pretty much, if you want. I mean, I'm most active on Instagram, up on IG. But um, if you want to find me anywhere, it's pretty much the, um, it's a weapon X and then the letters MC, the, the standard for MC. But like, so it's weapon X MC and all the digital platform. Um, sorry, and all the, you know, social media, I should say. Uh, digital yeah. platforms you can also find me on you know as far as spotify apple music idol i'm literally everywhere but um yeah i've had like just this these past couple months alone i've been busy i mean like obviously i i um i packed you on the track that i opened with all and that yeah um that was the first one i dropped and then um after that i have also a track right now with my good friend and partner Shaheen Samadhi, who you've also had on the show. Um, shout out to yes, him, by yes. the way. He's uh, he's a big reason why I decided to dust off um, the old gear and uh, get back in that, um, you know, peak lyrical form, <laughs> so to speak. You know, he, Thank you, Shaheen, bro, because, yeah. No, absolutely. Shaheen is the man, um, uh, another great artist, and um, I'm glad that he got you back into it because uh, – you spit fire every time you're on the mic. I had the pleasure of seeing you first time live uh, at at the heart de department. Um, saw you perform live. I, I knew about your music and I, hit, I had already seen Tyrannical, which is another one. Yeah, that's the track that I was about to mention. I have that with Shaheen. It's Tyrannical. So that's also yeah. the music videos for both of those are out right now. And then that's I've right. got yeah. two rated um that are coming up i have one individual one i'm actually re-releasing this i never made a video for it i made this back in 09 but it's still relevant so i'm going to re-release a song called i am iranian and that's basically um it's it, it, it is relevant because i feel um at this current time and stage that um we need to reconnect with our roots and we need to uh, have a reason to be proud and be reminded of the great accomplishments that our people have um, managed to record over periods of history, including the present. Um, and something to kind of take away from the negativity of all the conflict. And then there's the big thing, and I'm pretty sure you'll be there and present as well. We'll probably have to have another podcast separately just with me and Shaheen afterwards. But then we have a song called coming out called Chambala. And um, 
that is going to be a Khamenei diss track. <laughs> yes, go. <laughs> yes. Parachambala, uh, it's called? Yes. I'll have to let you get a sneak, a sneak peek of it later, simply because you're going to be involved with the video, so you kind of got to know what direction it's going. There's going to be a few people who get to listen to it in advance that are involved because you guys need to, but we plan on dropping that around uh, Norus, so video and all. Let's go. So for those of you who don't know, Pacham uh, means flag. There we go, this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Pacham uh, means flag and Bala means up. So put your flags up is what that uh, translates to. Uh, and yes, the um, uh, cat's out of the uh, bag. I, I will be involved in that. I'm honored to be a part of it. Um, and Dude, that's dope that it's going to be released on Noruz. What better day? Noruz, by the way, again, um, I have a vast audience here of all uh, yes. backgrounds. It, it's coming out. Uh, Noruz is uh, March 21st, the evening of March 20th, but, you know, March 21st, first day of spring. That's what Noruz uh, literally translates to, is new day, um, and that's Persian New Year. So- Which is also dropping on the spring equinox. So that's a significant, we usually as, you know, with our Persian heritage, um, the ancient Persians used to um, have the many of their holidays um, revolve around the beginning of each season. We have like Yalda for the winter. We have um, Noruz, which is the winter solstice. The the Noruz is like the spring solstice. And then Mehrgan is for the fall. I know we have something for the summer too. I just can't recollect it at the moment, but like, <laughs> and we have other ho- ancient holidays. But yeah, that's a, that, and I love I love that because that's the one thing that I can say that um, I want to br- make sure that we all bring back because the IR has been trying so hard to kill that part of our culture is a lot of our holidays versus a lot, and I don't want to knock anything that has to do with Islam because I have a lot of family members that, you know, uh, still practice Islam and I have a, a great deal of respect for it. We got to make sure that we're clear that this revolution has nothing to do with knocking on Islam. It is uh, mainly after a government that uses religion as a farce and a facade to commit crimes. They're not Muslim people. They don't represent Islam. So I we have to distinguish that off the bat. But the thing about Islam too Facts. that I I wasn't always a big proponent of, and again, with all due respect to others, most of their holidays seem to revolve about somebody dying. It's like a prophet dying or or uh, you know, like to give reverence to uh, something of that nature. A lot of ancient Zoroastrian Persian holidays revolve around life and um, you know, animation and beauty like like when we're talking about the spring and the winter solstice and the, the coming of uh, different uh, seasons, different aspects of life coming, you know, to fruition. And, um, you know, I always thought that we, um, the Rathians, uh tend to celebrate more uh, positive moments in life. So it's kind of bring that back to our culture, especially since, you know, especially for the people back in Iran right now who have literally had nothing but... Um, to be depressed about for 44 years yeah it's true it's true hey yeah you said it i couldn't say it better myself um uh yeah 44 years um of this government occupying iran this regime uh this uh terrorist regime i'll say it um it is it is a terrorist organization because of all the blood that because of all the blood that has been shed um and lives that have been um taken too soon uh, simply because they want basic human rights um, or their choice of living, way of life, doesn't fall in line with uh, these 2,000-year-old uh, archaic laws that um, this regime has put in place. And again, uh, as uh, Webb just said, it isn't Islam, okay? We're not talking down Islam. We're talking down a terrorist organization that's misusing Islam to kill, to control, to torture, and and make lots of blood and and the and and that's those are the worst parts. There are also economical damages that have taken place in Iran right now. Um, people don't have jobs. People can't afford to buy meat. Literally, they can't afford to buy meat. Um, stuff that we are privileged to just 
go down to Trader Joe's and get. Like they don't have that. So uh, the reason why Iranians outside of Iran, the diaspora, is so angry along with the revolutionaries in Iran, uh, it's because of these reasons. At any level, at any level, that country is suffering. At any level, just pick it. Um, jobs are scar scarce, as I said. Economy is is shut shut down. Um, uh, now the I saw seniors so social security is not even being kicked in now. So senior citizens recently have joined the the revolution, and and in multiple cities, and I posted it on my Instagram so you can see it, but it's all over the internet. Um, they're all uh, now with the people. So the number of uh, people in the streets is only increasing. Don't let the uh, government shutting down the internet confuse you. Some media uh, has, without research, um, conveniently said the protests are dying. It's not true. It's stronger than ever. The revolution is stronger than ever. And for fuck's sakes, call it a revolution. It's it's not a protest. Protest is for two or three days tops, and, and that's a wrap. And people are getting shot in the face. They're losing eyes. Um, and and as a uh, one of the homies and and hip hop stars in Iran right now, Tumaj, is is over a hundred something days. He's been in solitary confinement. He's, um, there's rumors that he's lost. They've took his teeth um, and his eye, and he has some broken limbs. Uh, last I uh, checked, all these are unconfirmed as of this moment because uh, of how much they're blocking news from leak getting out of iran but still it's coming out um absolutely just to yeah. piggyback on what you're saying um first of all yes shout out to too much i did shout him out on tyrannical i'm actually gonna gonna have to make a video message that they they may air in um australia in this coming weekend and something that they're organizing for too much so i'll be doing that um but um him and everybody else that are is out there right now there's fighting this fight and you're right it, it, you know i've said it from the very beginning this is no longer a protest it started as a protest yes but this has evolved into something so much more there are people getting shot there are people getting murdered there are people getting abducted that doesn't happen in a protest iran um, you know, it is a revolution. We are literally at war. We are at war with an occupying and um, antagonistic enemy that needs to do us harm. Um, there's no secret in them. Um, they've made no secret of that. And they, I don't even think they make it a secret to the world, despite the fact that they shut down the internet. I mean, like, people already know what's going on and they don't even deny it. So, yeah. the fact of the matter is, Iran is at war. You know, we are at war. This is. Um, what we're doing out here is providing a lot of uh, emotional and uh, support, so to speak, but they are making a mistake. No matter what you've been told, they're at war. There are people still fighting there. The protests are still um, active. And, um, and another thing, just because you don't hear about something doesn't mean necessarily mean it's not happening. It usually just means somebody is good at hiding something. We've experienced this in this country a lot. Maybe not in the same context, but there are things that the American government does too that we're very well aware that are happening, but we don't see it in the news and the media. So when you digest information regarding Iran, check your sources, be cognizant of where you're getting this information and, uh, you know, find out where it's coming from, how valid it is. Be careful what you consume and just know that just because you don't see something going on over there, that it's not happening. If it wasn't happening, I don't think that people globally across the world in the diaspora would be rising up and trying to make the noise that we are trying to make we all have lives we all have things that we need to do at day to day we have responsibilities many of us have put things that otherwise would be important to us aside just to focus on this so for you to like look at it like like it's fake 
Like it's fake news. Um, you know, I would, I don't want to insult anyway. I would just say that I would seriously sit down, look at what's really going around you in that context and question if it was you and if it was your your ethnic background and nationality and they were going to, how would you feel in this situation? Would you think it was fake if you were putting all this time and effort into trying to spread awareness? 100. That's 100. It, the, the, at the end of the day, though, I have optimism because, um, because of the Internet. Even if they try to get in front of it, even if try to, they try to block the Internet, it's only temporary because, the, the, first of all, inside of Iran, the people inside of Iran are educated. They are, uh, um, and, and the biggest mistake Khamenei made was he allowed technology into that country because now it's uh, it's biting him in the ass and he's and he's mm-hmm. on his way out. You know what I mean? So um, the people they're natural the hackers. They've been doing it for yeah. years. They've been they're having they, you know before we've been doing things like fire sticks. They were hacking satellites, getting American TV. Um, they've been bypassing IPs and stuff just to watch it. And that's how this revolution started. To be honest with you, know, it's been. Trans, you know, it's been transpiring the way that it's been transpired. The way, the reason, one reason it's different from 2009 as someone who experienced it is the fact that now women, I mean, everyone in general, but let's just be honest, the, the revolution started as a woman led revolution. It is now a humanitarian issue, it is a revolution, period. But I, I can't, you know, take away from the fact that women started it. Now, that being said, 100%. The reason why they keep going and the reason why that fire burns is people in Iran see how other people live outside now. It's not blocked anymore. They have managed to see what life looks like outside the walls. And they're like, why can't I have that? That's right. It's true. It's uh, The world is getting smaller and smaller every day because of the internet, because of technology. And ultimately, this is why I have optimism, is that we are taking back the power people we are taking back the power because we amongst each other uh we care about human rights everything else that is being fed to us through media which is owned by government we're starting to see the bullshit and smell it we're like oh that, that and let me go do my own research just saying that and you don't have to get up and go walk to the closest library now right you can just literally jump on any uh, your phone even Apple Watch, whatever you have, like you can figure out the validity of something. And, and that's why I have optimism because I think uh, the lies are starting to, to fall over, um, starting in Iran. And now Afghanistan is, is, is uh, the people there are marching for their freedom. Um, uh, Palestine, they're trying to find their freedom. Um, Syria, I mean, Syria, to be fair, they were the first ones that, that fled because of their uh, terroristic regime, um, Qatar in the process got exposed by uh, by by watching the World Cup, and you see what they did and how they broke so many uh, unity codes. Like there were so many ethical codes they broke against the Iranians that were trying to show support for woman life freedom, and and how one of my friends, I won't name any names, one of my friends was on film being harassed by the. Uh, by these thugs, let's call them, that were just hired to to harass the uh, Iranian fans. Um, so it's all getting exposed. Is my point, and and that doesn't that's not just reserved for the Middle East. I always say this: imagine, uh, not imagine. Once these terroristic regimes are out and 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 they're replaced by a, a secular government in Iran, just imagine what the free countries, right? are going to feel after that. They're like, wow, okay. So these guys had literal bullets in their faces. They're missing eyes, and they still took that country back. What's our excuse, right? So I'm just saying. Yeah, this is, and for those that don't actually see it, let me put this in perspective for the viewers, anybody listening, anybody watching, anybody's Iranian, not Iranian. This is a significant shift in world history. What you're witnessing right now with this revolution is bigger even than the Iranian revolution. And I'll tell you why. And I will explain this 
concisely and clearly so that everyone can understand. Right now, what is happening is unprecedented. Everything from the women starting the revolution to the way that social media has played a part in the revolution and in the vast spreading of information regarding a world event. And we really do need for this to succeed because this will set precedent for whatever is to come in the future based on its outcome. If we succeed, so many other people in so many different nations will now be inspired to take the power back into their hands. More places like Af uh, Afghanistan, more places like um, that are suffering, you know, oppressed regimes right yeah, now, yeah. Palestine, so forth, they will find inspiration in this and realize that um, there are the importance of many things like the freedoms of the people, the power of the people, significant in uh, a significance of women in our culture and what role and place they play. There is so much significant change that is uh, hanging in the balance here. And it's interesting to think that it's happening in Iran. The spark is happening there. It's like I, I was listening to a podcast of yours. You know, I do my homework, obviously, uh, a couple uh, about a week ago. And I forget which episode it was, but we were talking about Tupac. I may not be the ah. person that changes the world, but I'm really the spark that in the person that changes the world. Iran has lit a spark. And even the political implications, the way that, you know, politicians go about making change and what can be done. There is so much at stake regarding how the world changes the way it conducts itself based on this one revolution here. So you don't have to be Iranian for this to have a significant impact and effect on you. Realize what is going on here in the bigger picture and how this affects us globally, worldwide, as a human race, and you'll see why we're fighting so hard to take our country back. 100%. And, and, uh, and it's it's I, I think I know which episode that was that was with I believe it was with Marjan and and I think she she mentioned it in her episode as well um, shout out to Marjan uh, a gem of a soul and a, literally embodies woman life freedom um, and yeah I got the chance to meet Marjan too at um, at the same yeah. event so shout out to Marjan she had a very yeah. uh, deep compelling story check out that podcast too if you yes. haven't heard it already thank you yeah absolutely it's um uh but yeah this is uh this is huge this is um a moment in history that's never been done before uh starting with the women and then the gen z's the young generation joining in uh basically uh changing the world starting in iran and i i believe it i believe it's going to happen and it's going to and many eight million of us believe it and and there and we do have non-iranian supporters by the way right the chelsea's uh the kevin's that are out there um you know the the they're they've been marching with us and and i i know there are more there there's uh there are many german uh protesters that are joining in with the iranian uh, uh protests in germany um in france um, there is, and we're eternally grateful, you know, the, and, and, and the more, the, the more we're united, the quicker this will, this regime will be out of there. They already got one foot out. Unfortunately, they're trying to go to Venezuela. And I'm, I always said from the beginning, I feel bad for Venezuelans because they don't deserve that either. Nobody deserves this, this type of, uh, uh, occupancy from this regime. Um, my idea is let's put them all in Alcatraz and lock the doors and see what they do then. Well, <laughs> you know, you know what? Let them flee to Venezuela, and I'll tell you why. I'm not advocating that I want any of these people free. I want as many of them brought to justice as possible, and other things that I can't mention on this podcast. But you and I know how, exactly how I feel about certain people, including Fomine, 
Um, I'm yeah. infamous for my views <laughs> on Fallen A and what I want done for that, man. But yeah. that being said, they're going to Venezuela because there aren't any extradition laws in Venezuela. They feel like they're safe. But remember, the same countries that don't have extradition laws also don't have laws against other things, including people coming to look for you and find you. So don't mm. think for a minute that you're safe just because you took a bunch of money to Venezuela. Iranian people don't forget that easy. So, yeah. you know, if you escape, you escape, but it don't mean you're safe. Ah, dude, not I didn't in know Venezuela. about that. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, you know, um, either way, justice is coming. Um, freedom is coming, and uh, uh, we just we're going to continue to to march. Um, there's protests almost every Saturday and Sunday uh, throughout the for the past five months um, throughout the world, and um, that's not going to stop. Like I said, uh, last yesterday at the time of this podcast in Brussels, there's been a huge showing by the Iranian community. Um, so to bring this all together, uh, through, through your music, um, through your gift of, of being a, a dope ass MC and, and you're spitting with a cause, which is, which makes your words even that much stronger. They're revolutionary, literally. Um, you got tyrannical out right now with Shaheen. You have, um, Azadi out, um, and and plug away uh, your uh, channels one more time so people can find you and follow your music as well. You can find me on all the social media, Weapon X and the letters MC. It's all in one. Um, again, um, I know that lately I've been on, and I said a lot of Iranian people have put a lot of the important things on hold just to focus on this because it's that important. All the songs I've been making have to do with Iranian content right now. I put my own rap career in kind of on pause in terms of other things. I have like two music videos right now that I intended to release before this happened. And I paused them because of the importance of what is going right now, uh, going on right now and us fighting to get Iran free. So yes, you'll see those eventually too. But it's more important to me that we uh, continue to move forward with this revolution and um, continue to promote awareness across the world. The beauty about what's happened in here, the silver lining uh, regarding the struggle right now is the fact that people like you and I have connected when previously yeah. we may not have connected before. People from different political ideologies in regards to Iran, people with different skill sets artistically, whether you're a podcast host, whether you're a musical artist, whether you're a dance, all creative, all people from all different walks of life that share Iranian ancestry and come together in ways that we've never come together before. And that can't be understated. It's beautiful because for a long time, we've kind of low-key been at each other's necks and had a lot That's of right. disagreements and so forth, but you know we're united as one now, and we have to keep it that way. No dissension in the ranks. Keep pushing forward, and we're gonna, you know, we'll worry about who does what in Iran. Well, they'll worry about that. That's not really for us to say. They'll worry about it once they're free. Our job is just to help them facilitate that. Be united as one voice get them free and then you know maybe enjoy a little bit of time once to, once we are free and um for people like me see things that are close to my heart i have an entire 75 percent of my family including my entire mother's side other than my grandma that lives there that i've never met so they can't be wow. understated the importance of me being able to reconnect with that part yeah. of my life and culture but that being said Again, you can find my music everywhere, Weapon XMC. Um, and, um, you know, there's videos out right now. Again, shout, shout out to Shari and Samadhi. You know, like, we've got other things that we're working on, too. There's, like, a whole schedule lineup. I can only give you the things that are, like, in the near future because we don't want to overwhelm you. But it, it trusts me. we got stuff coming up together and separately um that will be coming out and we'll roll it out at the more time passes 
And um, oh yeah, one more thing. I, I, I you mentioned tyrannical. I can't end the podcast yeah. without shouting my man out, Adeli, who put that song together. Go. That's actually his song that both of us are featured on. So uh, I have to shout out him and Conscious Beats for putting that together. Conscious also won That's a right. Grammy, so um, the guy that Hell produced yeah. that track. So like, congrats to him. Um, and yeah, man. Um, I mean, I guess Good that's stuff. the way that I would have to close it out. I'll let you take it away, sir. I've been, <laughs> it's been a pleasure and a privilege. Privilege. Yeah. Brother, brother, you're welcome back anytime. And, and, and I mean that because uh, we're going to be rocking together for, for a long time. Um, you were right about, you know, uh, um, the Iranians. Uh, we're learning. We're learning a lot right now. Uh, we're learning about, and I call it mental evolution because um, we're all starting to realize that there's certain what I don't sugarcoat every I don't sugarcoat shit. I, there's things in Iranian culture that need to kind of be left in, in history. OK, and th that's part of it. That's part of growth is to accept certain things that aren't working out. OK, um, let's evolve. Let's grow. It's more th this regime is in the face of it, but they're going to be gone. And what's left is what. Uh, what we have to do with it so it's 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 really okay what do we do now as as the diaspora and of course people inside iran and 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 how do we evolve past this 44 years of darkness and 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 reshape our minds to to approach everything with love because that's really all we have it's natural um everything else has been taught and it's stemmed in fear now we all know that shit is fake just listen to any kobe tape where he talks about it so um, <laughs> Our evolution <laughs> but, uh, exists within the revolution. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's it. Exactly. You know, you drop exactly. the R, what you got. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so check out Weapon X's music. Uh, uh, we got some things cooking. They, they got a bunch of uh, content coming out, and I can't wait to hear them and see them. Um, uh, Adeli. Uh, tyrannical great uh, great tune go check that out follow Adeli as well um, I'll put his um, tag in the description of this episode um, and one last plug sorry <laughs> I want to make sure because I want to extend this uh, the same invitation to you as everyone else LA uh, I mean if you want more information DM me we're finalizing the stuff within the next day or so but in LA Sunday March 5th we're shooting that video for um or Pachambala, we're inviting people out to participate. And the fact is that if you're not comfortable with your identity, if you let us know you're coming, we will provide you with a ski map because it fits within the context of the video. So this is an open invitation. If you're in the LA area on March 5th and you're interested, DM me, go on my IG because that's where I'm active. Weapon XMC, add me, message me. I will give you more details and you can join me in Pejman and Shawnee there. Hell yeah. Let's go, guys. Um, you just got invited. See, when you listen to my podcast, you get invited to places. That's what's up. That's how it works. Hey, this has been episode 98 Fumble Podcast. I'm your guy, Pej the Maniac. Uh, I'll be doing comedy all throughout Sacramento and L.A., so keep an eye out on my IG for posts about that. You got my Saturday mics every Saturday, so come out for that um, in old Sacramento. Um, that's been Weapon X. I love you guys. Um, keep amplifying the voice of Iran as we haven't emphasized it enough. You see how important it is. Um, it's, it, it, we're in a great moment in history. Things are changing for the better. And um, episode 100 is coming up on Fama Podcast, and I got big plans for that. Stay tuned for that as well. I'm Pej. I'll catch you guys on episode 99. Last night when I closed my eyes, I had a dream. I saw the day where once again my people would be free No longer subject to war Or corrupt regimes I hear their voices in the air, they echo us all day Imagine living in a place where exposing your hair Or the simple choice of the clothes you've chosen to wear Endangers your life while unrest grows in the air Under a government who'd rather see you frozen in fear Where basic rights are denied But we fight to divide from a dictatorship Showing might with our pride 
a portrait of struggle as dark as I painted it was the reality the master was acquainted with until the moment that they smoldered a flame and a nation in diaspora shouldered a pain what would you do if it was your child pleading for breath inside that van being beaten to death by morality police tell me where's the morality when murder and injustice have become the normality the many voices of the fallen remain The motivation for the movement Calling our name Cause last night when I closed my eyes I had a dream I saw the day where once again My people would be free No longer subject to war Or corrupt regimes I hear their voices in the air They echo us all deep these religious zealots tell it to maintain the facade That the crimes that they commit are in the name of a god But a law would never give free reign to a fraud To misuse the word to inflict pain on the scar These are the tricks to the politics left behind by Rahola Passed down to his followers, placed upon the controller Narrative of the mullahs, so raw full of evil But they'll never kill the dream that we've sought for our people Let freedom ring with a buckshot, the hour is near The grand ayatollah cowers in fear let this song resonate for world powers to hit The future of Iran's destiny is ours to steer Defying in the face of a tyrant, Goliath will fall To the mobs burning the jobs, the riot will call To our people taking a stand, yelling be gone As we cast them from our lands in the body wrong Last night when I closed my eyes I had a dream I saw the day where once again my people would be free no longer subject to war or corrupt regimes. I hear their voices in the air, they echo us all day. Last night when I closed my eyes, I had a dream. I saw the day where once again my people would be free. No longer subject to war or corrupt regimes. I hear their voices in the air, they echo all so deep. Let them be free.